Welcome to the Native Diamond Podcast. Oh, shit! What you waiting for? Please don't forget to like the video, hit subscribe, ring the bell. That way you're notified every time I drop a new episode of Native Native Diamond Diamond Podcast. Podcast. Feel free to drop a comment because I love hearing feedback from you guys. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's up, my dudes? Seth Mick here. This is Native Diamond Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. And today feels like a very important episode because we're hanging out with the Wise Man's Fear, Fantasy Core based out of Indiana. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having, Thank you for having us. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. So if you've never seen the podcast before, I start off with icebreaker questions. They're either or style questions. You just say the first thing that comes to mind. I'll go ahead and kick it off with the first question. Deadpool or Thor? I got to go with Thor. I feel like the Deadpool movies have been consistent, whereas the first Thor movie was trash so i'm gonna go with trash wow all right Deadpool because he is not the one tyler chose <laughs> <laughs> because because he can say f we can see how this goes would you rather play in front of your friends and family or would you rather play in front of total strangers strangers all day strangers for sure. Strangers, yeah. My my grandma doesn't know I'm in a metal band. <laughs> I'd get kicked out of the family. Oh, you're making that guy. I forgot that little piece of lore, Nathan. <laughs> uh, strangers also, dude. It's so it's not always awkward to play in front of family, but a lot of times, for sure. <laughs> All right. What's one talent you wish you had? Oh, dude. First of all, I feel like all the talent I wish I had, Nathan has, dude. I'm telling you, this man yo-yos. Thanks, and I wish I could, that's, that's probably mine, TBH. His RuneScape so. profile is lit. <laughs> Whalebone 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a yo-yo. Uh, man, I wish I had any talent. Um, but <laughs> if I had to choose one, I wish I was more – visually arts gifted like graphic design video stuff I, lo- I mean i love that world of things but i just not i'm not there with it yet not there with it yet yeah i, I think the one that i'm working on right now is painting so i think i want to get better at that so i'd love to be better at audio production which i'm trying to work at but i feel like i'm way behind and it's very intimidating <laughs> Dude, Dude, fuck you guys. All you guys said, like, painting and art. And I was like, yo, yo. Yo, yo. yo." (laughs) (laughs) Which do you like better, Black Panther or Venom? Black Panther, to be honest. I didn't like Venom too much. Wait, are we talking about the movies or, like, the characters? Uh, I was going more for the movie. Yeah, I would say Black Panther for sure. Black Panther as well. I saw neither of them, so... I don't know. I think Venom is like intense as a character, but um, it was always cringy in the movies. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually haven't seen Venom because Mogi, my housemate was so vehemently like, he's going to cut off any friend that has seen that movie because he hated the production on it so much. I, I can't remember why he's like a superhero mega fan, but I guess I got 
because of him, I got to go with Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> butt rock or black metal? Mm. What kind of butt rock or butt rock are we talking about? Like Nickelback or? Yes. Like, I don't know. Is Dave Matthews Band butt rock? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that can count. That's like I, that's I, like dad butt rock. Yeah, dad rock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. like I'll, I'll say black metal. Yeah, I'll just say black metal. It's easier. You guys are gonna hate me. I gotta go with butt rock, man. Oh, me it's, too. I can't hate it. That's the thing. Same. But I, yeah. dude, I don't. I don't really like black metal. To be honest, I like things inspired by black metal, but I don't mm-hmm. listen to any like true black metal bands i think both breakers like the closest i get yeah (laughs) (laughs) i feel that answer yeah um crystal lake or motionless and white crystal lake all day crystal lake i don't really listen to either but crystal lake from what i know dude crystal lake is just too energetic live to pass up they're amazing Mm -hmm. oh wow okay i need to check them out live hopefully watch videos of their drummer it's exhausting to watch yeah (laughs) yeah they're they're intense it's a monster yeah uh easy core or grind core (laughs) (laughs) easy core i guess there's a handful of easy core bands that kind of like low-key but super low-key yeah like i wouldn't tell anybody please don't publish that part cut that out (laughs) i feel like easy core some of it i i get cringed out by but i gotta go with easy core still I probably listen to more easy core than I have grindcore. Mm-hmm. Did you know Patrick uh, Stump was on a grindcore song? Oh, really? Didn't he have a? Dude. Didn't one of them have a grindcore band for a while? I uh, think um, he, he and Joe. Yeah, they they had like a little joint thing together. I don't really listen to grindcore, but I definitely prefer it to easy core. So <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard grindcore before, but it's gotta be better. <laughs> 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 I, I think probably easy core for me. Uh, Grindcore is the same as like black metal, where it's like I'm glad it happened. You know, it walked so other genres could run, but I'm I'm not like a routine listener. <laughs> All right, right on. All right, so if you went to a show, uh, would you be in the mosh pit or would you be standing in the back? Mm, it just depends, I think, on who's playing. Because sometimes I am the dude in the back. Sometimes the dude in the back is the dude that's vibing the hardest, I've noticed. Um, like, like people just being, I'll see people in the back during our set, and then they'll come up and just talk to that Wagner kid in, a, what was it, North Carolina or something was like that. So, yeah, I don't know. It just depends on the band. If it's Kublai Khan, I'd probably be in the pit. If it's Travis Scott, you're in the pit, dude. Dude. No, no wow. I'm going sicko mode, bro. <laughs> you, you know why I'm here. <laughs> dude i feel like for me probably similar answer to joe's one it depends on the band too just depends on like what mood i'm in sometimes i go to a show and i'm just like wanting to vibe with it just enjoying the music itself like joe was saying like be the guy in the back that's just like really getting into it um but not necessarily in the pit but then there's times where it's just like i'm amped up and i just want to get in there and go so especially if you're with some goofy pals like these dudes and we all just throw down in the pit so yeah. Oh, you call him Goofy Buster? We used to like <laughs> back, like when we were like just starting out. We were just like meme in the pit, like as hard as we could, just like take as much space as we could and just make it as like obnoxious <laughs> as possible. <laughs> Do like these like <laughs> like two person mosh pits where you had to like link arms and like Irish step dance around and stuff. Um, <laughs> I I think yeah, I'm I'm the same. Like it depends on the mood, but 
you know, I used to go like, I need to be in the pit. I need to get that energy out. Now it's like, I go into the pit so I can get into the show. If I, if it's like, like I went to go see motion city soundtrack and everybody was sort of like standing around. It was a, sad it was like wow we've all grown up like everybody here is just like <laughs> like 30s to 40s and like damn we're all just watching this band and just standing there and so i like went into the, the small little monster that was there for a second and then i left and went back with my friends and i was like all right that was enough like now i'm in the in the zone i can experience this fully so yeah kind of same i feel like i would stand at the front of the pit because i want to be close to the action for a lot of bands but it's like, yeah, unless it's like one that I'm super into and I've been waiting a long time to see, I usually don't have like, it sounds sad, but like I don't have the energy to be like going all in all the time anymore. <laughs> We're old dudes now. We are. Some of these hardcore kids be scary wearing steel toe boots doing spin kicks too, man. Dude. I don't know about it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Game of Thrones or Harry Potter? See, I haven't seen Game of Thrones, um, so I'll say Harry Potter. Uh, I'm going to go with Harry Potter because I'm also in the like 0.01% people that haven't seen Game of Thrones, apparently. <laughs> Same. I'm millennial AF, so. Dude, weird, Harry weird Potter. thing. I saw, I saw like, the first season of Game of Thrones. I feel like we're all a fake fantasy core band now. For yeah. <laughs> I, I read like the first half of the first book, too, and it's just like name drop city so i like had to take a break but harry potter i like i feel like our our generation grew up at the same age as harry so it was like super relatable and the character development was so good that yeah. even if i had seen game of thrones i feel like i'd still be a harry potter boy at heart <laughs> same well i have a confession i've only seen the last episode of game of thrones so i'm not gonna let Whoa. you guys i'm Whoa. not gonna hang you guys out to dry <laughs> only the wife, you went just straight for the the punchline those there. psychopaths yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My my wife was like really into it, but I never I never caught on to it. I never watched it. That's that's my fault though, I guess. Dude, you're good. I, 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 I heard the, sorry, go ahead, Tyler. I just was gonna say I watched The Last Kingdom, if that counts. It's kind of like the cheaper version of <laughs> Game of Thrones, I guess, but it's on Netflix and it's pretty solid. It's way more historical too, right? Like it's actual, yeah. you know, based in like Britain and whatever yeah. and all that. So there's yeah. like dragons and stuff though, right? Like way more accurate ones. Wait, like, like accurate, yeah, real dragons. <laughs> <obviously. laughs> um, which band do you like better, Alpha Wolf or Fit for an Autopsy? Dude, Alpha Wolf, no contest to me. I love Alpha Wolf, but shout out Fit for an Autopsy. Their vocalist is sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really listened to either of those too much, but I've listened to Alpha Wolf more, and I do enjoy it. So I got to go with him. Uh, Nathan's like playing them on Spotify right I'm now. I'm literally <laughs> going on YouTube. I'm like, is that that one song? Is Akadama. that Akadama? Akadama, yeah, that's them. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 Alpha Wolf for sure. Dude, I'm gonna say fit for an autopsy. I, dude, Will Putney. Yeah, yeah, I got they it. They're they, there's they're just like the perfect metal band in my mind. Also, <laughs> like Lee pointed this out. Something that I I like subconsciously understood but he like pointed out it's like there's kick scrapes and i do well, <laughs> they just have they like scream at you and no other band yeah. does it just like them and mm-hmm. for some reason that just like hits yeah they're pretty they feel like new and exciting even though like we've heard breakdowns so many times but it feels different this time <laughs> dude half the breakdowns we've heard will putney has produced anyway so it's cool to see him sort of at the helm and calling the shots you know 
Mm-hmm. Um, X Games or hockey? Um, X Vids for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. X Games, honestly. I uh, I don't really watch a ton of hockey, but X Games, there's just more there. I got to go with X Games because I watch more of it, but uh, I went to a hockey game last year, and the freaking energy at a hockey game is unreal. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Right up the middle with both of those, but probably X Games. I go with X Games for sure. Um, straight boards, you know. <laughs> Same here. I had way more X Games Legos growing up than I did hockey ones. So, who would win in this fight, Simon Cowell or Gordon Ramsay? Ooh. Um, I think. Um... Gordon Ramsay seems like he would just fight with grace, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And they're both old, but I feel like Gordon Ramsay just – he just seems more savage at an old age than uh, Simon Cowell. I think Simon Cowell's gotten a little soft. I could probably take Simon Cowell, to be honest. If you can line that up. (laughs) That's so awesome. Nine out of ten times. Nine nine out of ten times I see Simon Cowell, he is sitting down. So Okay. Get on your feet. To kind of tail off of that, I got to agree that Gordon Ramsay would kick Simon Cowell's butt just because Simon's always sitting down in a judge's chair. Gordon's like running around, seems like much more athletic. Uh, I see more like just content in general from Gordon Ramsay. So that dude is a grinder as well. So yeah. any day. Do you like Ramsey. grinder team? Uh, we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> also, Simon Cowell just talking from a distance. Gordon Ramsay just up in people's faces. You know That's what I true. Mean? Yeah. More real. Would you rather have a classic car or a brand new car that's straight off the lot? Brand new. Brand new as well. Brand new. Got to have cruise control. Got to have a good speaker system. Yeah. And gas mileage. Gonna sound like a total mm-hmm. millennial, but brand new. Like to me, the only thing that matters in a car is like. Is it going to get me there comfortably? And does the speaker system sound good? Yeah. <laughs> what about my 97 Ford truck? <laughs> well, that's a good one right there. That one's right there. <laughs> um, hardcore or pop punk? Mm-hmm. Damn. Because both have just become so stale, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go with like pop punk like i like newer hardcore better than i do old hardcore but i like older pop punk better than i do both so yeah i'm gonna go with pop punk i feel like it's actually what i've been listening to more often than not recently yeah Mm. i i definitely agree um yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of any pop punk bands recently that have really gotten me excited but definitely like the golden era of the early 2000s was solid so yeah same here. I, like literally last night, I was listening to We the Kings. And I was like, "Whoa!" You're like, "Yes, check, yes, Julian." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really sad is that is like 15 years old. Not yeah, not that song, but like 10 years old, I guess. But still, it's like we're we're like he lives in a Skinner. Like we are that now. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> That's so true. We are that. It's like. Damn. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I like accidentally watched a Warp Tour performance of that song, and that band was like a little worse for the wear. I was like, "Oh, I believe it!" Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Final Fantasy or The Elder Scrolls? 
Uh, Final Fantasy for me. <laughs> Elder Scrolls. I can't play those long games. Uh, I'll like search every single box. It's like a <laughs> compulsion. So we will just pass by. Oh man, I lost track of time. Dude, I, I can't. Yeah, it's, it'll take too much. So I gotta go with. I've only played Final Fantasy for the Game Boy Advance, Cody. but I love it. Cody's here. Cody. Cody. <laughs> Uh, I dude, I'm an Elder Scrolls dude. Um, I just like the world building of that game. I think it's pretty next level. Would you rather spend a week in a resort or a week of camping? Easy mm, in a resort, honestly. I'll camping. say it. Got to go camping, man. I've been all about it recently. It's so nice. I think I'd I go do camping. Like I definitely, yeah. A resort is. I don't go to resorts, so that would be like kind of a fun change of pace, I guess. But I guess if like I could only do one or the other ever again, I would stick with what I know and do the camping. So, yeah, I think for me it depends on who I'm with. Because if it's like That's a good point, good friends, I think camping is a lot more fun because you get just like run around and explore. But if I don't know, resorts are good if you need to like get away from everything. But That's probably camping on average for me. All right, uh, Circle Pit or Wall of Death? <laughs> I think uh, I I think I'll say Circle Pit. Like even just like seeing one or the other on stage, I'd still say Circle Pit. I'd also rather be a part of that than a Wall of Death. Coward. <laughs> yeah, true. I feel like less injuries, Circle Pit. <laughs> the, you know, the less injuries, the more you can mosh, right? Right. It was darn cheating. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Exactly yeah. what I was saying. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think I would go in either anymore. One would just tire me out, and then the other one, I would get hurt. And But I think from stage, I would feel a lot more validated if I saw a wall of death. I'd be like, damn, we're that yeah. kind of band? Oh, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, same. I, I feel like wall of deaths are always so much more hype. Like, yeah. only the artist ever wants a circle pit like everyone in the crowd's like okay we can run <laughs> it is just cardio though wall yeah. of death though it's like really cool but then whenever i'm in the crowd and a wall of death happens i'm like yes yes and then like oh no oh, wait <laughs> i feel like <laughs> way yeah. over my head yeah but i think wall of death which game show could you see yourself being on the price is right or who wants to be a millionaire I think I would probably be on, I'll say the price is right. I feel like I could bring, because like the contestants on that show just have that charisma. I could be hyped for that. You know what you. I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up, white lady? <laughs> yeah. Price is right, for sure. I wouldn't know anything on who wants to be a millionaire. I'm not good at like yeah. assessing the value of things either, though. Like how much something should cost. So that's I'm oh yeah, sure. like, I as, long you, as long as you value yourself, Nathan. I don't think I can win it, but I could be on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Adam D was on it, and it was like really wholesome to see. It was like, oh yeah, I remember that. You <laughs> <laughs> won like a whole car too, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So cool. I think just a half car actually. Oh, just, just Whoa, a half car. Yeah. Even better. None of the tax. 
I think, dude, I'm a who wants to be a millionaire boy, partially because I feel like the only way I made it through school was by good test taking. So I feel like having the ABCD, like I can really get farther that way. Mm-hmm. That in, uh, you know, three lifelines, what's not to love? <laughs> right. At least get to $1,000. So easy. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can walk away with something at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas Chainsaw or Halloween? And I mean, like, the first Halloween movie. Mm, Halloween. Halloween. I'm going to go Texas Chainsaw. It's a, kind of a slow burn, but, like, with, the, like, the skin suit and shit, like, that's in, like, all the family, like, pretty dope. So, <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> Halloween for me. Nice. Um, would you move out of your house if it was haunted? <clears throat> Mm, probably not if anything i'd stay a little bit longer see if i could <laughs> poke those demons a little bit ghost hunter style you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, i i probably would would stick around too you know see if we can uh make some friends with the ghost get a little tv show action with ghost hunters in there and be good man <laughs> you grab my butt <laughs> <laughs> Don't just make me pee my pants. <laughs> I guess it depends on what the haunting is. Because, like, if it's, like, the conjuring, like, I'm good. I don't need that. We, we have, society have evolved past the need for ghosts. But um, I, I'd probably stick around for a little bit, see what's up. Dude, I would leave. I have every time I watch a horror movie, I'm always like, "You idiot! Why?" (laughs) No one else knows it's haunted. You can get a good price for it. (laughs) All right. Speaking of scary stuff, The Grudge or Annabelle? Um, I'll say The Grudge because I remember when I saw. The Conjuring in theaters. I thought the trailer for Annabelle was like a comedy trailer for like some like horror, scary, like funny, scary. And then I was like, oh, that's the beginning of a fucking movie. Um, but yeah, so Grudge for sure. I've only seen the Grudge, so I guess that's what I'm going with. I've only seen the Conjuring. Um, yeah, I, go with that. I like that family in in the Conjuring. They're pretty dope. I'd I'd like to be them. <laughs> I haven't seen The Grudge, but I'm going to pick that one. Wasn't that? <laughs> I'm pretty. Wasn't that the one that was based on like a Korean movie? From the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit <laughs> that, that sound of or whatever. <laughs> kids in my high school used to imitate that all the time. We had like a lot of Korean exchange kids, and they would always imitate that sound. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys are gamers, but PC gaming or console gaming. Mm. Um, console gaming, especially because it's gonna catch up to PCs eventually. <laughs> okay, but Joe, <laughs> like, there's a place for both. I find myself hopping between my PC and my consoles. So, but PC gaming right now. But like what Joe said, I think eventually we're gonna we're gonna catch up, and it's gonna be like you know a way better price to to do the console thing than a PC. But right now, PC. It probably has my vote. Mac desktop gaming um, for nice. a few reasons because I have one and because uh, you have a whole desk in front of you that you can put drinks and food on while you're playing the game. 
So fair. <laughs> I don't want to lean forward to a coffee table to grab my drink. Like I want it right here in the center in between my hands. So it's living in 3029 right now. Wow. I'm console for me, like when when we play Warzone, I will like plug in an Xbox controller like a poser because I just I like the feel of a controller. <laughs> I like the, you get the aim assist. That's what it is. <laughs> the aim assist built to the consoles. Yeah, I guess. Or uh, controller it, usage anyways. Yeah. You definitely I feel like you get way more precise movement or aiming with a PC, just like with a mouse in general, but it just feels more fun to use a console to me. Maybe that's just like the nostalgia of growing up with it. Mm -hmm. What's something that everyone loves, but you just seem to hate? Man, I feel like there's a lot of things with me for this one, but I, I can't think of one off the top. I hate everything. Uh, <laughs> you should start a band. Reality uh, society. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wait, is it something everyone loves that you hate or everyone hates that you love? Uh, something that everyone loves but you hate, like American Idol or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is oddly specific and it probably, uh, everybody doesn't love this, but I feel like I've got a lot of friends as far as like beer goes that are into IPAs and I hate mm -hmm. IPAs like, with a passion. Yeah, that's so. a good one, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> mm. I feel like reality TV. It's probably... I don't know. Except I for Survivor. That doesn't... That's that's real reality. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like Survivor. That's just a documentary. Is yeah, that's, yeah, that's different. <laughs> I'll just say Travis Scott. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Bro, you ordered the uh, Cactus Jack meal yet? Dude, I have not had the Travi Patty yet. <laughs> For me, I think it's Big Bang Theory. Dude, oh, yeah. Big Bang. Dang. That was so obnoxious to Plus me. one. Plus one on that, dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> New metal or hair metal? New metal, for sure. New metal. New metal. New metal all day. <laughs> all right, and last question. Worst band of all time? Tyler, you go first. Uh, don't throw this on me. I'm like <laughs> trying to think, man. Because there's like a lot of there's a lot of music I don't like, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily like a bad band by any means. Yeah. Uh, I don't even. I don't even. I can't have a list to look at. I'm looking at my playlist, and I'm like, this is me. Right. <laughs> what am I, doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's some like country artists out there that genuinely is horrible, and uh, that's probably my pick. But I don't know. Because I just don't like country music in general. So that would be already at the bottom of the barrel. And then <laughs> if you're a country artist and you're not a good country artist, then... I'll just wrap it around full circle and say Dave Matthews. I'll say... <laughs> say 100 Gex and I love that band. But they are the worst yeah, band I was also. Literally going, <laughs> I was going to say 100 Gex, but I was like, I don't know if they're like a band though, but yeah. It, it, but yeah. I don't love that band. Oh, I think they're amazing, but I'm also like, yeah, I understand why people don't yeah. like them. It's like objectively, <laughs> you see why they're not good. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's actually pretty complicated. If you, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm not I no, I know, I know, I know. But it's like, yeah, it sounds like bleep trap. And loops and trap. Dude, like I was, I was legitimately gonna say either trapped or I'm not the worst band of all time. But I think Metallica is like one of the most overrated bands of all time. 
and oh, partially no. because like i dude their drummer is nightmarishly bad <laughs> like it's astounding yeah. that they've done what they've been able to do with lars <laughs> at the helm <laughs> yeah that's pretty accurate i would say well anyways uh thanks for playing the icebreaker questions i hope you guys enjoyed those as much that's as fun. i did yeah yeah man oh, thanks yeah. for having us yeah no worries um well what have you guys been up to lately aside from everything else that's going on in the world what have you guys been doing lately we got some, uh, as far as Wiseman's related stuff, we are coming up on some studio dates here in the near future. We've been working on, uh, working on the next album. Uh, got, some, got some tracks underway, so we're trying to get this one cranked out a lot quicker than our, our last one was. So, so that's been exciting to work on. Don't know if anybody else wants to kind of speak to that some more too. But Nope. <laughs> nope, nobody. All right. That's all we've done. Outside of that, we've just been playing Fortnite. <laughs> I was playing Fortnite until they took it off Mac, so never mind. I got but a real bad day. beatbox addic- addiction, dude. I can't Be- play anymore, man. Beatbox? V-Box. No, V-Box. I spend, I spend tens of thousands of V-Box every night. <laughs> <laughs> um, my job started opening up again, so I've been like getting gigs, so that's been cool. But, yeah, it's been a lot of just like working. I just... Took a little trip to Mexico last week to do like a digital nomad thing, and that was super fun. And then back to reality, kind of. What new music have you been listening to? What gaming music? What like new music have you guys been listening to? What new music? Because I got both, dude. Like that new Aesop single, Nathan. I see you've been jamming that too. Mm -hmm. Um, New Run the Jewels is great. I like this dude named Breakins. He's all right. I feel like I've been all over the place. Uh, I haven't like been able to just pick one sound and stick to it recently. So I've been kind of bouncing before uh, between you know metalcore and then like a lot of like electronic and pop music. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've been like a sucker for uh, some of like Zed stuff or Porter Robinson. Uh, there's also a new pop artist, well, kind of up and coming, not new. Um, named Tate McRae and she's like I found her like a couple years ago on YouTube and she was a super small artist and I've always loved her sound and now she's like at the top of the charts so that's kind of cool to see so I've been jamming her new releases recently nice you have to send me her stuff I'm curious about that shout out um, um, this new low or left to suffer single low oh oh yeah yeah. nasty I forgot about that um I've basically only been listening to like electronic music and pop music, like the PC music scene, which is like AG Cook or Sophie, Dorian Electra, um, that Porter Robinson, the new, the new singles he's had out this year have been cool. Yeah. Um, basically, I would say 90% of what I listen to is Charlie XCX, though. So that's like it. So. <laughs> Dude, I've been, let's see, uh, Like Most of Flames had a couple of new singles that I wrote awesome so oh yeah definitely um there's a group called darko that's tom barber from chelsea grin slash lorna and i can't remember who else is in that band but i think it's like maybe another chelsea grin member or something yeah Um, it's the drummer of a muir oh dude which was no he wasn't in glass cloud was the other guys um yeah that makes sense 
Um, there's a group called Distant. Oh, there's Cody. Cody's <laughs> in the house. Coming in with the cutoff sleeves. What's good? Oh, mm. Dude, those yeah. guns away. Update as I tried to start this. Uh, you're right on time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like oh, Thornhill's the one that's been constantly in rotation for me. I like them a lot. They're like Australian, like kind of post-hardcore, post kind of metalcore. Real sick. Cody, what have you been listening to recently, Bubba? Um, <laughs> geez, uh, tough question. <laughs> I've been listening to, like, random music that you wouldn't expect, like, Seether. <laughs> dude, um, yes. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> dude, Seether's dope. Dude, because when, whenever I'm trying to work on new music it's so hard for me to like try to listen to heavier music while i'm trying to write it just i don't know i get that you need something a little lighter to skew in your influence a little bit yeah mm -hmm. yeah we're trying to write butt rock here so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. speaking of that like i got a three-month trial to serious radio and i've been listening to a lot of like butt rock because it's like on octane all the time yes <laughs> so like it's been a lot of that but they they do slip in like an occasional like underground metalcore band i will give them that so that's kind of exciting oh. like you know i heard knock loose on liquid metal the other day i was like yo like that's dope okay dang yeah yeah cody was actually just telling me about that that they've been like he does the serious xm thing as well and he i can't remember some sharp tone band that they had up there mm -hmm. i can't remember who it was but yeah he said they've been playing some cool metalcore yeah, yeah. they've had like alpha wolf emir um i think kingdom of giants but i could be wrong oh yeah kingdom of giants has been dope do you guys listen to any podcasts or anything like that mm, i'm pretty vanilla with my podcast tbh i don't listen to them a ton I listen to Ear Biscuits <laughs> with Red and Link Adam. I really like it. So I uh, <clears throat> I drive a lot for my main job, and so I kill a lot of time on the road by listening to podcasts. I mean, a nice mix of podcasts and music, but the obvious one is Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, I listen that's to like <laughs> every single one of those, and then at some days that's like what I can only get around to listening to because those are like two to four hours long and so it's like by the time i'm driving in between places and getting home it's like dang that was the only one i got to listen to um but i don't know just like a lot of comedy related ones bill burr has a podcast it's fun to listen to yeah uh, it's good yeah and then uh there's some like i forget the name of it there's some gaming podcasts out there i forget what they are they just come up on like my you know, recommended or whatever. And I always click on them, but I forget what it is. It's got like Nade shot and courage and all those guys. So, so yeah, kind of a mix of whatever gaming comedy. I uh, mostly listen to my brother, my brother and me, which is like a advice show where they give really bad advice to people. Um, <laughs> and they're really good. Um, but occasionally I'll listen to the bad Christian podcast and um, then like serious, like true crime sort of stuff. Um, Serial, whatever. So, <laughs> I like the like financey podcasts, like Ooh. Tim, the Tim Ferriss show. I love a lot. There's one called Choose Fi that's like about financial independence that I've been on really heavily for the last like couple months now. Stuff like that just gets me going, dude. <laughs> that's really sick, dude. Um, 
now that we've kind of warmed up and we kind of have a vibe for like what each person is about, um, let's talk more about the band and the music. Uh, so you guys have just recently wrapped up your trilogy with this album, correct? Yeah. So yep. that, that's really exciting. I'm kind of late to the party. So if I say something out of pocket or something, I apologize in advance. But um, I found you guys and like, you know, I instantly became a fan. The music is amazing. And like, everything is like really well thought out. And I think that that's something that I think, you know, the viewers and my followers would appreciate because it's like a, it's like reading a good book, but you know, you're getting the story through music or whatever. So can you guys elaborate more on like what the album is about and like kind of the story, if you could like summarize it. Are you saying specifically for this most recent one that we put out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Va- Valley of Kings. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, like you mentioned, it's the final piece of a trilogy. So something we've been working towards for a while now. Um, but basically, it's, it's kind of like a cross between Journey of the Center to the Earth and the Fellowship of the Ring. So you've got these like five legendary warriors um, from this kingdom that are like taking these evil black magic relics to go destroy them underground in the Valley of Kings. And so the whole uh, album is basically just like the terrible ways they die off and all the challenges they face. And then uh, the schisms that happen within the group. And then, you know, ultimately it divides to two parties up, you know, one wants to turn back, one wants to keep going, they become enemies and they do get out sort of in the second to last track. Um, yeah. And then in the very last track, there's sort of like a, you know, a monkey's paw sort of, exchange where they destroy the relics the last surviving guy destroys the relics but in exchange you know he like gets granted this cursed immortality to where he's a servant to the ancient kings in the valley um then he sort of gets sent back through time and space to our first record and it creates this like feedback loop between the three of them mm-hmm. that's really interesting and that's something that i noticed like in the notes uh, that basically it's kind of like a continuous cycle or whatever like or a boris type thing i think that's really interesting so uh, who's kind of like the brain scheme behind the, uh, the storytelling and like putting the whole story together, I guess. Um, Daddy, Daddy Lehman. Right oh. <laughs> I, I do like the broad concept writing and the story stuff for the records. Um, and that like partially the reason for that format is like we took our name from like an epic high fantasy novelist. So it, you know, it's kind of felt natural to follow in those footsteps and try to, do a little world creation. But also I think like something that we've all sort of talked about as a band is like, it's kind of a bummer. It's or like a wasted opportunity when bands write a record. It's just like 12 breakup and or love songs just smushed together. And it's like, maybe there's some cohesion sonically, but a lot of times it's just like whatever they were feeling, which is fine. You know, it's, there's nothing wrong about that, but it's like a bit of a missed opportunity when like we, we feel like we're able to make some broader statements and sort of, some messaging that has a little more like life to it, a little more longevity than if it was just like, Oh, a girl broke up with me. No. <laughs> Which, I mean, like there definitely is some of that in there, but it's at least staged in a way and like through a lens to where it can hopefully last a little longer than just being mad at a girl or something, you know? <laughs> um, what other fantasy core bands would you like plug and like recommend for people that are like kind of into like you guys? Ooh, boy. Um, they're not 
not really fantasy core, but Make Them Suffer was like a huge inspiration on sort of the overall lyrical style. There, as particularly, they had a record called Never Bloom, and then a follow-up that was called Old Souls. And they they sort of had a similar deal where they had like a persistent character going through these story arcs, and the narrative voice is really important. And there are all these context clues and song names, and you know on their third record you can like rearrange the track order to like tell a different story it's like very crazy choose your own adventure mixed into a you know wacky album um but they're they're definitely like top tier in my mind their lyricism is pretty out of this world so them definitely flight of the concords flight of the concord probably um who else yeah i feel like Part of the reason that we are doing what we do with the sound that we do is because like a lot of the bands that delve into like fantasy topics, you know, they sound like either Dragon Force or they're like Amon Amarth sort of uh, like Euro metal, which is cool, but like not what I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, like I feel like that's part of what we bring to a table as a band is we're, you know, not that we're like reinventing the wheel, but we're taking this storytelling format that's traditionally been sort of um, segmented off into different styles and like bringing it into a more modern adaptation. For sure. Well, that's dope. Um, so do you guys have like a lot of like touring experience collectively together? A decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. We've, uh, we've done quite a few, um, with multiple different bands, everybody's in different stuff and traveling around. And then together, we've we've done a lot of stuff just like I don't know, regionally and around around yeah. different places. And usually, had a few few disasters. Small, smaller stints, like anywhere from you know three three days to like two weeks, has been really the extent of what we've done. Never done like any super prolonged like month or two month long tours or anything like that. But mm-hmm. but yeah, pretty much nailed it on the head with the with that. A segment on the show is basically you share your crazy road story. If you guys have any, you're more than welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's always crazy road stories. Uh, I don't know, which there's, a, there's, of course, the West Virginia Wild Rider Saloon. <laughs> <laughs> there's Nathan's gun story. I, I like Nathan's Peoria story, too, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, are you talking gosh. about the... Yeah, yeah okay. Go for so, it. All right. all right, so, so we... This is... Our, we, we, we had just come off a tour, or we had, we had done a tour earlier in the summer where like a disaster, we can tell that story as well if we want to, but essentially like our van died and we were stuck on the side of the highway. We had to like spread out, like some people had to go home on a mega bus, some people had to drive a U-Haul home with all our stuff. Um, so we were like, this is our next tour after that, that same summer, we got a new vehicle. We're like pretty timid, pretty concerned about it. We're on this like package with all these other, these two other bands. First night of tour, we're like, you know, just getting our feet under us and everything. And uh, we're playing our set in Peoria, Illinois. And we're in the middle of one of our songs and I'm just like rocking out. And I look out the window and I see a guy just holding a gun up to somebody's head. And like, it was like, what the fuck? And so like, but I'm like, okay, so do I stop the song, draw (laughs) attention to that? And then he gets skittish and does something that is like, like shoot somebody or whatever, um, does something irrational. Or do I like try to play it off? So I'm like playing guitar and I'm like pointing out the window at the same time. Like, I don't think people knew what was happening, but like the song was almost over. So right after that song ended, I just started like identifying the dude and the whole, everything stopped. 
you came over too when you started seeing it. You were like playing and like punching me in the shoulder and like, <laughs> look, look. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? And I didn't know what to do either. But yeah, there was like yeah. only 15 seconds left of the song anyways. And so finished it and everybody's attention like went out the windows and everybody's freaking out. And it, but basically like, didn't they? They, they caught the guy. Finding him. Yeah. They, they caught him. He was just like, you know, five minutes down the road and he only got like $8 off these people. And <laughs> went to jail for it so it's like not the best decision on his part so yeah and that set the precedent for tour yeah <laughs> that's how the rest of the tour <laughs> went <laughs> but dude also the tour before that when the van we like blew a head gasket outside of atlanta um our bassist was only 16 years old at the time so his dad made me sign for like power of attorney over his son so if he like if some medical incident happened i could like speak for him and we were in west virginia and they like this dude that was at the show let us stay at his place and took us like waterfall diving like uh you know like cliff jumping but just off a waterfall and like thomas walks up there he was gonna be like the first one to jump off we're all like oh nope like we gotta yeah. do this person <laughs> yeah that was sick though that still haven't sick. recovered from that my legs are still all deformed <laughs> from landing on the rock at the bottom right yeah. jeez no i'm just kidding have you guys <laughs> seen uh, the emperor's new groove emperor's I'm new groove no, i haven't yeah emperor's new groove classic oh well there's this there's a scene in it where uh, they're about to go over a waterfall and Cusco's like, don't tell me, we're about to go over a huge waterfall. And I, I quoted that whole scene before I jumped off. And I just thought it was so good about that. <laughs> you filled your destiny. <laughs> that was fun though, man. That was also yeah, like was. scary though, because uh, if you guys remember, it was like a one-way road we had to take to the waterfall. And yeah. so uh, the, the guy that was letting us, they're kind of showing us around, um, we had to like cram into his little car. There was like two of us just like laying on each other in the back <laughs> on top of people Dude. sitting across the bench seat. And then there was people in the passenger seat. And we tried to fit like six or seven people in like, I forgot what the little model of the car was, but it basically it didn't have a trunk or anything. <laughs> I think he had to make two trips to take us there, right? Yeah, we left, yeah, the, we left the van parked at like a local gas station down the road. Why? And then the, so dude, the dude was like very comfortable with like this road. Apparently he'd been on it a lot. So he was oh. driving like kind of fast and there was not really any guardrails. And it was like, I don't know if you guys know what like the road to Hana is in Hawaii, where it's just like a pitfall if you go off to the right <laughs> side or left side. But it was very similar to that because we were in the mountains of West Virginia and we're just like flying around corners and like, He'd honk his horn like before he took a turn, so that if another car was coming, that we wouldn't. They didn't know I, that they were about to get smacked. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just felt like this is going to be my my demise right here. This is how I go. So, I, and then you jumped yeah, off a cliff, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't die in the car, so I might as well try to hit these rocks. With the yeah, <laughs> I've already, I've already checked out for everything, so I might as well just like send it. Um, I, I just recently, I was scrolling through my phone, like cleaning up, just trying to get rid of space because I have a small phone. But um, I found like my Instagram story from that day. I had it saved. So I still have like pieces Whoa. of that road. I'll send it to you guys so that you can Dude, yeah. reminisce a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. It was cool because like we had just played like probably the best and worst show of our life right before <laughs> that. 
it was like, it was the worst because no one was there. The venue was really slimy and they like would, they were charging bands like $3 for like a bottle of water. So we were like, it, there was like a bunch Shit. of like stuff that went on that was just like, this is. We didn't get like paid any of the cut either. We didn't get paid. We told. I think they gave <laughs> us like a very cheap, like Little Caesars pizza for like all three bands to split or something. And, uh, and the, the local the bands guy, left. Cause they yeah, the town guy just left. Like he, he did like sound yeah. check. He was smoking outside during our set. Yeah, you guys sounded good from outside. It's like, okay. Well, and then the other bands, like, they were like, hey, can you guys, like, can we go before you? Because, like, our guitarist has to go to work after this. And I was like, oh, so you're not, like, staying for, okay. So, like, we're literally playing to no one. So instead of, like, we just, like, made the best of it and, like, goofed off as hard as we could during that entire show. And it was a blast. But we were still, like, discouraged. We're on this tour and whatever. So it was nice that the next day, our host, who let us stay with him, John, uh, showed us this awesome waterfall and took us all this beautiful nature and stuff like that it made it made up for it for sure that's awesome dude um so what were like memorable shows for you growing up i guess like that just you know stick out in your memory my parents never took me to any shows growing up unless it was like backstreet boys you know sold out backstreet boys at the you know deer creek music center or whatever um (laughs) but I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I mean, there was a ton I started getting into in like high school. One of them that I went to, I, I'm kind of contradicting myself here because this is another like one that was sold out and huge, um, was Paramore and uh, Fall Out Boy. And they were like co-headliners and it was not the Save Rock and Roll like tour, but the one after it for Fall Out Boy. And I was excited. I was like going for Fall Out Boy and I had like Paramore, but Paramore like just killed it. And they should have been like, they should have been like the headliner because they just crushed it. And Fall Out Boy got up and there was like, okay, this is good. But it was like, the energy was just way different comparatively to Paramore. So that was definitely a memorable one because I was like, dude, these people are crushing it. It was just like a little four, four person band. Um, and they were, that was also the one that had Aaron Gillespie uh, playing drums for her on tour. Yeah. Uh, and so sure. Haley Williams' voice is crazy and her energy was like nuts. So. That would be mine. Dude. I saw Bible Man live once when I was like five off the handle. <laughs> you saw who? Bible, Bible Man, Man, dude. <laughs> um, yep. Dude, he had me he had me sold until the very last moment. Like he was trying to make this thing like you can you can only trust in God. So he said he he was like, You can't trust Barney, you can't trust Bala, you can't trust the Power Rangers. I, he, oh. lost me. he lost me right there <laughs> you tell me i can't trust the power rangers dude i was i was there the whole time until that and i was like, You're like oh. what are you but a power ranger with an off-brand lightsaber <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't even have a cool mask dude yeah <laughs> I saw, uh, um, did any of you guys ever go to ichthus festival mm-hmm. Dude, that was like the first festival I went to. It was like Devil Wears Prada and like Gwen Stacy was there, Norma Jean, and Switchfoot though in red. It was just like all over the place, but that like rocked my world. Seeing Prada live, I was like, whoa, (laughs) so sick. I think my first concert was Toby Mac and I loved that. And um, I don't know, after my first like non-Christian concert was uh, and still sort of Christian was Anne Berlin with Bayside, Megan Dia, and Joan Zetta, who I've been getting back into Joan Zetta, and they sadly just disappeared, but um, mm. they're still really, really good. So, 
Yeah, that was a, that was a cool one. Dang. There's also another one. Um, my, my brother had like a, a kind of a local band that he had played in when I was in junior high. So I would basically just like roll around to these different shows with them. And I don't know if any of you guys have ever heard of Life on Repeat, but they opened for Life on Repeat one time. And I was like, holy crap, this is like one of the first shows I remember being like stoked about wanting to get into music. Uh, and that was like, I was in like eighth grade or something. So That's that would cool. be another one. Shout out Consensus. Consensus. Yeah. Well, uh, time is flying by, dude. I'll kind of start wrapping up here, but um, each of you try to sell, like how would you sell your band, your new album to people that have never listened in like 30 seconds? I think I would like try, I'd try to see what they like. Cause like, I feel like we're a little niche and I don't know. Wrong. Do you like metalcore? <laughs> you like fantasy stuff? Do you like video game stuff? Cool. Check us out, baby. <laughs> also, I'm a fucking beast. That's what I would say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just let the music speak for itself. Damn right. <laughs> 30 <laughs> seconds. You're right, dude. That was a stupid idea. Signing yeah. out. I feel like I, I play into the just like I mean we all just have super diverse tastes and stuff like that so I think that all draws influence on it so like Joe said finding out what who you're selling to and what they like um, and we probably have elements of that in our music um, depending on what it is and so um, that and then I think everybody like there's a lot of people who are like closeted gamers or closeted like fantasy fans or things like that they just like don't really talk about it but they're like yeah low-key lord of the rings is dope though and we're like mm -hmm. we got you like you don't have to be afraid anymore like we're here <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah I, if i had 30 seconds i'd be like do you like lord of the rings well we have a pan flute breakdown listen to our record <laughs> <laughs> yep that's it right there there we go Flip That's it. Sick. And flutes and pig squeals, baby. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. So you guys just recently got signed to Sharp Tone. Uh, do you finally feel like you made it? No. No. <laughs> 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 There's more to come, dude. More to come. So <laughs> I think it's, it's sort of funny, like the the longer you go, not the less that it means, but it's like the more you realize that that is not the finish line, you know, mm -hmm. like yeah. it's super, it's super cool. Don't get me wrong. Like they've yeah. been a pipe dream label for us for years and they've been one of the few that when we've talked about, like if we would ever sign, they've been one that we've talked about, but <clears throat> it's one of those deals where um, like bands up on and off record labels and especially anymore, like in, modern times it's not the end all be all that it used to be so it's it's one of those things where it's like a cool milestone but it's like we know we still have to keep working and um like you can fail on a record label just like you can fail off of one so breach um, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like I, I think all of us can probably agree that this is like a bucket list thing we've like looked forward to since we were kids like we've i've always Huge. personally I've always wanted to be on a record label. Like it's, it's been like one of those things like, wow, that would really be validating and mean something. Um, and it was for sure. Getting signed was a big deal. Um, and super proud of it. But yeah, like it, like Paul already said, it's, it's not the finish line by any means. And, um, it's still a very self-motivated 
business. It's not like once you get signed, you pass off all responsibility to them and they take care of everything. Um, maybe that's the case for certain bands, but for us, we're all very particular about how we want things to go. And we like, we just are fulfilled by being a part of it. So um, the work has not, in, if anything, there has been more work since being on a label. And um, yeah, just, it means we have a, a higher standard that we have to meet for ourselves, so. Nailed it. <laughs> well, um, is there anything that we can look forward to? Anything that you want to say and leave behind before we head off? We actually, um, we're working on getting instrumental versions for Valley of Kings out as soon as possible. There's basically because of COVID, our producer can't really get to the studio safely. Um, so it's just trying to ride that wave out. But beyond that, like Tyler mentioned, we've demoed a bunch of new stuff, new records getting worked on now. We've actually like fully recorded a track that um, hopefully we'll be able to get out sooner than later. So we'll, we'll see what that timeline looks like, but um, yeah, definitely working on stuff that we're very excited about, especially since it's like post trilogy. So all, you know, all options are on the table for us creatively, which is, you know, kind of an exciting position. Yeah, I'm excited about the, the new stuff we've got coming too, because I feel like every release that we put out, we're like, dang it, like, how are we going to top this? But yeah. hearing like, mm -hmm. the stuff that we're already tracking uh, is like, I am hyped. This is awesome. So For sure. I, I think what we're doing now is like a step in the right direction that we need to take, and I'm super hyped on. I'm super hyped about everything we've got. For sure, not to be Mr. Big Things Coming, but Big Things Coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dope, since we started in a fun way, we're gonna end this thing in a fun way. So my very last question for you guys, if you could have anything in the world, tangible or not, what would it be? Mm. The love of my father. <laughs> uh, Dude, I feel like for me, it would be like, Cause right now we had just moved into a new house, like right as COVID hit. And, and so like just having like everything paid off would be a dream. Cause you wouldn't have like any expenses outside of like, you know, small things here and there. And like, I feel like that would open up, that would take off kind of like the stress factor of that side of things. And it would just like open up life to be a lot more of like a creative realm. You know what I mean? Cause mm -hmm. you know, so that would probably be mine. Dude, I, um, dude, same here. I feel like a nest egg that you could just like live off so that you didn't have to rely on work to exist. Yeah. I feel like that would be so liberating both creatively, but also just like, you know, I feel like so much other stuff you can achieve if you have that sort of time available. I think Man. peace of mind for myself, like just a, a wider perspective of my situation would help me um, keep things in perspective a little easier and uh, be more content with where I'm at and uh, more confident in the future and stuff like that. Hmm. Man, I'm glad I didn't go first, but I'm not changing my answer. I wish I could shoot lasers out of my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> Easily entertained. So I like it. I love it. So that was The Wise Man's Fear. Go check out their new album, Valley of Kings, the third installment of their trilogy. And if you haven't heard it, Go listen to all three albums. Go check it out. It's really dope and interesting. I'm going to have to do it myself. So thanks again for being on the show. 
let me know if there's anything I can do for you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you, dude. This was a lot of fun. This was a blast. Well, that pretty much does it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please like the video and subscribe. That way you don't miss a new episode of Native Native Diamond Diamond Podcast. Podcast. And until I see you guys on a future video, shine Shine on. on. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah.